Still going strong, Florecita. Keep on rocking, Florecita. So, what does a Mexican mother that never finished grammar school, has never read anything about Buddhism, and has never heard of Chogyam Trungpa or Rinpoche, and does not sit formal sitting, does not practice meditation formally as we know it, have anything to do with Chagim Trimpa Rinpoche and his teachings and Buddhism in general? Well, I'd like to share with you that the answer is everything. <laughs> so, allow me to share with you why I sincerely believe that's the case. She is known as Lola to the family and friends, but her name is Maria Dolores, and Dolores easily translates into suffering. She at times kids around and she says that her mother, Jesusita, who is dead now, gave her the middle name Dolores as a way for her to come to know and accept God's salvation through suffering and that this was her life's path to to do that. And she has taken this to heart in her in her life and her life's journey has been to know God through uh, human suffering. And I always knew that my mother uh, had this uh, spiritual um, side about her that uh, was deep, but as um, you know, children, right? Uh, we we don't quite appreciate our parents as we should. We don't see what's uh, there uh, in front of us, and we think that um, there are wiser people that we need to seek out, and because they're going to show us what um, our parents are not capable of showing us. And so I, I did that. Uh, I. Um, went out there and sought what I thought were the big dogs spiritually uh, so that I could engage and uh, they can show me the way to enlightenment. And after all, you know, what What could my mother possibly teach me, right? She never finished uh, grammar school and um, has never read a book on Buddhism. And, you know, here I was, you know, a graduate of uh, university and I took philosophy courses and uh, so what could my mother possibly teach me? But as my luck would have it, I was fortunate enough to have bumped into someone like Chagim Trimpa Rinpoche and others that upon asking for the highest teachings, they pointed me back to what I already had in the form of my mother. And for the last 10 years or so, my relationship with Lola, Maria Dolores, has been one of sharing notes. 
on what she does and what uh, I do, but you know, it's not in the usual way that you would talk to a follow Sangha member. It's it's different, and it revolves around um, her faith and the significance of these two figures in Catholicism that she is devoted to. One is El Sagrado Corazón and La Virgen de Guadalupe. And what they represent to her is, one, uh, El Sagrado Corazón is how uh, God manifests and is intimately interested in human suffering. And that he reveals himself through human suffering. His presence becomes manifest. And that's what my mother believes. And the Virgen of Guadalupe, for her, is what you have when you your faith and your devotion in what El Sagrado Corazón represents is fulfilled. You have La Virgen de Guadalupe, a being that is uh, infinitely kind and generous and loving and compassionate. So, as we talk, and <clears throat> we don't talk about you know these matters, it's, well, it's infrequent. Maybe once a month. I mean, most of the time we talk about food and my father and how is it that he hasn't showered in five days because the older he gets, the more he hates to, to shower and how he, um, well, he doesn't get along with my sisters and how I should, um, you know, see him more often and stuff like that. But when we do get around to talking about these matters involving her her faith, you know, it's something I look forward to when that happens. But for her, this is always in, in context. Um, I mean, the her faith in these two figures, right? El Sagrado Corazón, La Virgen de Guadalupe, what they represent for her in life. And she sees all things through this prism. Um, but um, by that, I mean that, you know, even though this the role of suffering is key in her life, because after all, um, communion with, with the presence of God becomes possible. Um, you know, suffering for her is not just about um, something that you want God to take away f- from you because uh, it's it hurts and it's bad and you want to get rid of it. It's not quite like that. You know, it's um, happily I have come to uh, understand that uh, my mother has a a deep understanding of the importance of suffering and that uh, for her it 
it amounts to um, the mystery that's involved that puts you in uh, contact with experiencing living the in the presence of of God in all things because after all for her God is in all things and she has learned to work with that guilt stuff that Catholics are famous for and she admits that for a long time it was overwhelming uh, as she rested in that silence and that she just found it distracting and indulging and she just stopped giving it the attention that she uh, once did she says that it still creeps up but you know she offers it away to to god that's the way that she describes it you know i, I just find this uh, extraordinary about her that my mama on her own managed to you know find these tools equip herself uh, like this without having a teacher or you know a guru or or even a priest to talk to about these things which she doesn't other than she goes to mass mostly these days it's mass that she watches daily on cable television um, I think she has this Catholic cable channel that she t tunes into quite a lot uh, in the mornings uh, but you know given her education and given the challenges that she's had in, in life to to know how to rest with her experience as she does it's that's uh, I can't find any other word than um, you know humbling. You know I'm just realizing that I'm maybe perceived by you as the audience and my trying to sell you on a bag of goods concerning Lola and how wonderful and glorious and marvelous she is. You know that's that's not my intent. I I, I don't want to do that. Uh, even if for me she she is wonderful and <laughs> all of those things i'm just trying to uh, paint a picture here um to provide some context for you in case i ever mention lola again in one of these casts um one last thing i should probably insert quickly is you know lola has this this uh, ability to tolerate discomfort at uh a level I, I wish I knew how to without um, crying and complaining um, just to share with you not long ago she had a, a shoulder ligament operation and you know from what, what I understand about these operations is it's a painful recovery I mean you it takes <laughs> months you go through months of not being able to move your shoulder much because one it messes up the um, re operation you may just have to get another operation and two it's freaking painful you know <laughs> and she never would complain and my sisters would have to be on 
top of her about, you know, how measuring, trying to get an idea of how, how much pain she was in and whether she should take her pain medication because she just wouldn't. Okay, let's get back on track here. Maria has a daily spiritual practice. She wakes up before everyone else does and she uh, has a prayer ritual that involves naming out loud all the people that she wants God to intervene in their lives so that uh, he is known to them, so that he uh, intervenes in their affairs and so forth. And then after that, she has a uh, silent period where for her it's uh, it's about uh, resting in the uh, presence of, of God. She calls that um, viviendo la presencia de Dios, or she calls it uh, being in communion uh, with God, or el misterio de la presencia de Dios. She has a lot of words for it that are beautiful. So where, where am I going with this? Aureliano Nava, a couple days ago, you know, she called me, and this is what motiv- motivated me to do this podcast after not doing it for several months. She calls me, and um, you know, we talk about my father and my sisters, and and then she gets to the so. What are you doing with your Buddha thing? And when she does that, I know that she wants to talk about something having to do with spirituality, you know. And and so I take on, you know, take it as the opportunity that it is. You know, it's a, a nice time to chat with my mother on such matters, which I mentioned you know, does not occur all the time. It's infrequent. So I, I tell her, well, Mama, you know, I'm doing the usual thing. I, I do this um, meditation practice and... She goes, oh, you're not doing anything different now? It's the same thing? You know, and then I said, well, you know, it's I am doing something different, you know, which I sometimes do and sometimes I forget and I don't and a lot of time goes by and then I get back into it. She goes, what is it? And I go, well, you know, there are these slogans, Mama. She goes, what's that? And I, so I tell her what these slogans, um, these Lojan slogans are about. She goes, which one are you working with right now? Because I tell her that there are many of them. So I tell her, Mom, I'm working with this one right now I like a lot, and it's uh, be grateful to everyone. And she stays quiet, and she goes, Oh, oh, hmm, that's a hard one. And then she says, So, um, tell me, how is it coming along for you working with this slogan? And Immediately, I just had this sense of, oh my goodness, you know, this is not going to be good for me. (laughs) But it happened quite quickly, and I didn't know how to avoid diving straight into a pit. And so I start talking to her about supposedly how I was applying this slogan, you know, under different situations and so forth and uh you know i was gonna paint a nice picture for my mother to impress her and she's not saying anything and i continue rambling on and she doesn't say anything and before i know it i'm 
drowning in her silence. And I catch myself, and I say to myself, really? <laughs> Seriously, of all the people in the world right, that knows you the best, that knows all your faults and shortcomings and trickeries and how it is that you fool yourself and you attempt to fool others, you're going to try to impress her by lying to her like this? Cut it out. And... And so I, I did. And gracefully she notices that I caught myself and I surrendered. And she says, Oh, mijo, you know, that is a very difficult thing to do. But how fortunate you are that you have your father to practice that slogan with. And as soon as she said that, I was like, no, mama, not, not my father. Let's make that the, the exception to, to the slogan because, well, <clears throat> You see, there there are very few things that are more difficult to to work with than my father. And besides, you know, I <coughs> I want to I want to be like my mother. Um, and because my father represents all of these uh, qualities that well, I I don't like. And but when I see myself in the mirror and I I'm honest with myself <coughs> well I see my father I don't see my mother I want to have her qualities her strengths um, because you know she is kind and strong and she has this unwavering faith that um just allows her to to work with with anything, and <clears throat> um, you know she is generous and warm and light and uh, forgiving and all of that. And my father is none of those things, and uh, I aspire to be like my mother. And I fear that I'm more like my father. <coughs> and besides, in addition to that, uh, you know, my mother, on her deathbed, she is going to die smiling and in peace. Whereas my father most likely will, will die in and fear and regret and so <coughs> there you have it um, but as I said I couldn't help dive into another pit and so I start telling her but mama I'm I'm trying and you know I'm visiting him <coughs> more and I'm talking to him more and and by the way I'm I'm even taking him 
those Costco ribs and watermelon that he loves so much. And I said a few more things, and and I caught myself again, and I'm like, really? <laughs> Seriously? Costco ribs? Watermelon? And that's, that's what working with your father represents for you. You know, it amounts to that, really. And um, <clears throat> I just catch myself what I was trying to do. I was trying to sneak my way out of, you know, something that was difficult. And, um, and she notices that, right? She picks up on that. And, <clears throat> and she says, you know, Miho, I understand how difficult you, your father is. And after all, I live with him every day. And so do your sisters. But <clears throat> you have to realize that uh, <clears throat> he's... He's getting old, and he is um, weak and tired, and he's f full of regrets, and wakes up at night, and he cries, and he is fearful. And he has all these things in life that he um, <coughs> feels guilty for, and Well, you know, he has no faith. And because he has no faith in God, he doesn't know what to do with that fear. And so, things are difficult for him. And besides, you have very little time to, to do this right with him. And I don't know what to say. I just stay quiet because, well, it's impacting. And she says, you know, and I don't think it's about doing doing it right. I just think it's um, enough for you to just come over and visit him and talk to him. And in your, your own way, um, just demonstrate to him, share with him that you love him and that you have always loved him, and you will always love him. And perhaps you'll see that uh, in that love, he does need to, he does not need to fear anything. And maybe that uh, can be helpful for him. <coughs> and I must have said something to her like, um, you're right, Mama, I will do that, I will visit him more often, I will talk to him more, I will try to show him ways so that he knows that I do love him and or something like that. And we hung up the phone. A little bit later because it was still kind of early, I needed to go to Costco, so I called her as I usually do because I ask her normally what she wants from Costco. <clears throat> and my father picks up the, the phone, as he usually does. Bueno? And I said, uh, Papa, this is this is Aureliano, and I'm going to Costco, and is my mother there? I wanted to ask her what she wanted from Costco, and by the way, what would you like from Costco? And he says, 
costillas and sandia. So, <laughs> you know, I, I laugh and I said, Papa, I will bring you costillas and sandia. <laughs> 